Hello, welcome back to Stop Shitting on Yourself. Today's episode is about that ever elusive topic of marriage. And I called it what I called it kind of tongue in cheek. Um, Is this the person that I married? Right? When we get to a certain point in marriage and we start (laughs) looking at our marriage, those questions can come up of, were you like this when I married you? Was I like this when I married you? Who was I when I got married? And I think it's important to focus on the latter questions, right? So we can ask ask ourselves about our spouse. Are they the same? Have they changed? And those are important questions. But the more important ones to start with are, have you changed? How have you changed? Are you even in touch with your expectations for your marriage when you got into the marriage? And then lastly, have you had any of these conversations with your spouse? I'm reading Brene Brown's book, Atlas of the Heart, right now. And she has a very, first of all, it's a spectacular book. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it, especially listening to it if you can, because she adds a whole lot of extra beautiful helpful pieces in there as sort of a side narrative. But it's her attempt to define emotional terms. And I find it incredibly helpful. I wish they taught this in schools. It's, it's, It's really important to have the proper language for your emotions so that you know what you're feeling and you're able to communicate that more clearly. I don't know about you, but in my marriage, there have been a lot of things that I've been telling myself I was afraid to look at, afraid to think about, afraid to talk about, afraid to deal with. According to Brene Brown, that's not the case. It's not fear. It's been avoidance. The difference here, let me read, let me read you her definition. So fear, according to Brene Brown's book, Atlas of the Heart, fear is a negative, short-lasting, high-alert emotion in response to a perceived threat. And like anxiety, it can be measured as a state or trait. So if you want to talk about states or traits, go ahead and read the book. She talks about it at the beginning a lot. But I'm going to read that again. Fear is a negative, short-lasting, high-alert emotion in response to a perceived threat. So that's that's pretty clear that it's something that comes in and then it goes away, right? It's, it's, whoa, I'm afraid of this. And then the thing is gone and I'm not afraid anymore. Right. And it's related to anxiety. Now, let me read avoidance. Avoidance, the second coping strategy for anxiety is not showing up and often spending a lot of energy zigzagging around and away from that thing that already feels like it's consuming us. And I'll read that again for you. Avoidance, the second coping strategy for anxiety, is not showing up and often spending a lot of energy zigzagging around and away from that thing that already feels like it's consuming us. So thinking about it this way, those big questions, those difficult questions. Am I the same person I was when I got married? Is my spouse the same person they were when they got married? How have my expectations?
expectations of my marriage changed? What do I want from my marriage now? Those questions feel scary. And then we avoid them, right? So it's this combination of if I dig into this, what is going to happen? Am I going to have to take action and maybe do something that feels really scary, like admit that my marriage is dissolving or not working or needs a lot of work or maybe is already fallen apart and I just want to continue avoiding this, right? So the key piece in this is as you're going through these questions of what do I want from a marriage, any marriage, whether it's the one you're currently in or the one you may be in in the future, who do you want to be in a relationship? What do you need now? While you're in the process of getting your answers to these questions and discovering yourself, you don't have to take action, right? The world is very, well, at least in the U.S., is, is very wanting to put you in boxes. And when we bring up that there are questions in our marriage, it makes people feel like it's contagious, right? You talking about your marriage makes me feel like now I have to admit that my marriage might not be great and I've been avoiding and it's been great that you were avoiding right? They don't want to talk about it. They want to know, do you have it resolved or are you going to get a divorce? And that's it. Those are, those are your only two options. But the reality is that working on your marriage is a process. And if you're walking down the road of realization that your marriage may be dissolving and that you're not even sure what you want or how you're playing a part in this or where you want this all to go, that fear of unknown can get in the way of you figuring out what it is you want and what it is you don't want and being able to communicate those things clearly. You don't have to do it all at one time. You can do it in pieces. I'll give you an example from my own life to to try to make this a little bit more clear. So this is where I am in my marriage. We've been here for years figuring out what's working, what's not working, understanding generally where this is going. But that D word isn't fitting us and it feels very scary. And so for years, I avoided a lot of these topics because I knew that that wasn't right for us right now. After a lot of therapy and my my wonderful, amazing therapist giving some allowance for exploring this space without having to act on these realizations was very freeing, right? So if we can take away the pressure to do and allow ourselves to explore in this unknown, my marriage isn't what it was when it started. I don't really know where this is headed, but it's not working now. So how do I give myself the freedom 
to figure out what I need and what I don't need. And a big piece of that is to take away the fear of you having to act on the information that comes in. You can sit with this. You can meditate on this. You can hold on to this information for as long as you need to before you do anything about it. Just giving yourself space to be honest with yourself about what you need, what needs are not being met, and the things in your marriage that are not working, that takes a long time. You don't have to move forward and act and shift and make big changes. So that fear and avoidance piece feels really important here. Because when we think about fear, we almost get to play the victim. It's like this excuse to not deal with our lives, right? I'm afraid there's almost something unsafe there. And I'm protecting myself by not doing this, by not thinking about these things, by not going into that space. If we look at it in the context of avoidance, <laughs> it's it's more that these are things in your life that you're just not showing up to deal with. And, and it's time to put on your big kid pants <laughs> and, and stop avoiding these big things in your life that are knocking at your door, right? We may be afraid of, of the consequences of digging into those, but they're not an actual threat, right? If we just are thinking about these things and we're just giving ourselves space to explore within ourselves and with a coach or with a therapist or with a marriage counselor, what is it that I want? How have I changed? Am I the same person I was when I married my spouse? And if not, what do I want now? Really give yourself some space to get answers to those questions and hold off that fear that says, well, now you have to do something about it. Because that's, again, that's up to you. But you're certainly not going to be able to make any good decisions without having really good information. So I hope this is helpful. Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear from you. And enjoy your exploration with fear and avoidance.